based off the success of last week's episode, we are back. Simply Clinics Podcast. Shall we introduce the name? This was Ellie's idea for the name. Uh, we are now called Laugh Lines and Lip Filler because we laugh a lot and we all get lip filler. <laughs> 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 Into your dreams. Yeah, it just it just spoke to you. Something it was meant to, to be. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. We are back with another episode, and we hope you enjoyed the first one. So we might as well dive straight into this one which is all about your client stories so we asked for stories from a therapist and a client point of view whether you'd had good experiences bad experiences and all why can't i say experience right last time <laughs> yeah it's like you know when um jesse nelson um gets asked to watch makeup it's literally like that um so we asked for all your experiences that's better and we had a few responses, so we were really pleased. So, Ellie, we haven't actually read... <laughs> no, don't look at me, because I won't be able to read them. Everyone is remaining anonymous, but we've got some juicy, juicy stories for you guys. So, have you got some good ones, Ellie? Yeah, I mean, we did get quite a, f- a few. Okay. Should we have a little segment name for this? Because we've got the doctor's room. Client, client horrors. No, because it's not just clients, is it? True. Okay, we'll come back to that. Yeah. This person is anonymous, so we'll call her Shannon. So, I recently decided that age was defying me and I thought to myself I'd have Botox for the first time. I found my clinic on Instagram and she was local to me and reasonably priced, so I thought I'd go for it. She was super friendly and gentle during the treatment, but after a couple of weeks, every time I raise my eyebrows, one goes up and the other doesn't. Dot, dot, dot. WTF. Oh, no. So we've got a Spock brow. Harry. What do you do? Dreaded complication. Easily fixed, which we love to hear. So, oh, that's such a shame because if it's your first time having Botox... Yeah, would you be put off forever? Oh, yeah. yeah. I would. I, yeah, I would be. See, with this, I just think it's one of those things that you wouldn't even know whether it can be easily fixed or not. Yeah. You might yeah. think that your face is just going to... Because if you've mm. not had Botox before, you won't know how it all works. Yeah, imagine the panic. Yeah, so you'll think I'm just going to be like this now for like three, four months. Especially, like, you don't know how the practitioner explained the before or after care. Like yeah. if that's even something yeah. that they would have mentioned. Or does everyone offer a complimentary follow-up after a couple of weeks? I don't know. That's true. So have either of you ever had a Spock after having Botox or anything like that? I don't think so. Mm, no. No. I've only ever had it done here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same with Botox. Yeah. yeah, I've not had Botox elsewhere. Yeah. yeah, Spock brows happen from time to time. So I think it's, it's usually just a case of there maybe not being quite enough Botox over one of the brows versus the other. Mm-hmm. So, so actually, it's quite an easy fix because when you go back to have your follow up appointment, if you need it, which this person does, then you can have just a little bit more Botox put on the brow that's kind of lifting too much. So it helps just to even things out and kind of settle it back down. Really easy fix. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. So you can just message the person and just go back and get it sorted ASAP. Yeah, and it should be free. Don't pay any more. No, no. definitely shouldn't be paying any more because yeah. it's all part of like the initial like fee yeah. I guess isn't yeah. it you've paid to have your like forehead Botox done and you want it to just look symmetrical I feel mm. like that's like a basic minimum mm. it, want, it needs to look symmetrical so yeah go back for a follow up 
we normally say two to three weeks later is the best time to go. Sometimes you might have people come and say to you after a week that they feel that things are a little bit uneven. But we usually ask those people to wait like another week longer mm-hmm. because you'd be surprised actually, and I've even experienced this myself, how things can really balance out up until that two-week point. Mm. So I wouldn't like jump the gun too much if it was within the first week, but after two weeks, definitely yeah, go back for a follow-up, get it, get it looked at and get it sorted. Okay, our last client story. Harry, take it away. So, <clears throat> we're not reading names. No, so we're keeping this anonymous. Okay, fine. Give him a fun name. From, okay, from <laughs> Louise. <laughs> Good old Lulu. Thanks for writing in, Louise. <laughs> so, Louise says, hey, I'm a receptionist. Oh, receptionist. <laughs> Aesthetics. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm a receptionist at a salon, and I hope this makes you giggle. On a busy Saturday, a lady came in who didn't have an appointment and asked us to use if she could use the toilet. We politely said yes because she looked desperate. She spent quite some time in there and left. We were surprised for her to return only five minutes later, requesting to use it again. This time around, we said no, but she ran to the toilet, stripped down... (laughs) Stop it. No. Whilst the door was still open... Is this in their salon? It's in, (laughs) oh my God. In their salon toilet? Okay, no, this isn't the end, okay. Uh, Stripped down whilst the door was still open. We then had to ask her to leave again, which she refused and left only when she wanted. Oh no, I actually can't with this next bit. I thought that was the end, but it's, okay. (laughs) Okay, so then we, sorry. We then had to ask her to leave again, which she refused and left only when she wanted. We went in to inspect the bathroom afterwards, only to find a chunk of meat. Stop. Meat? Besides the bathroom sink. What kind of meat? Hope a piece one... of ham. What the hell? I need more information than well, this. She doesn't specify what type of meat. I'm not sure it could have been. Oh, the poor person that had to clean that up. Oh, yeah. What is that God. all about? I feel like we need part two to this yeah, story. I think Louise, do you know what? Actually, scrap that. Louise, celebrity guest next week. Louise can come in and give us... A meat story. ...of meat gate. <laughs> meat gate. Meat gate. That is absolutely vile. Why are people so bizarre? Yeah, I don't know. Not what I would expect on my Saturday morning yeah. anyway. Who, who is cleaning that up? They need a raise. Whoever it is. Not every episode will be like this. Maybe next week we'll, we'll revert back to being absolutely 100% professional. For my own sanity, I think less meat stories. Less meat and more doctor's room vibes. Yeah. But that was fun. Thanks, guys. Okay, we'll do it again. So we'll keep so keep the stories coming. We love them. Maybe we could feature one or two every week. Depends, like, if people like it. Yeah, just let us know. Our next segment is the doctor's room. So... We ask you to send in any issues that you think you're having or any um, aesthetic concerns that we can ask Dr. Harry and he can give his best advice. So, Ellie, do you want to read out the doctor's room concern we've got? Are we going to have a little jingle before? The doctor's room. There's like a thing and it's like the girl's room. The girl's room. Yeah, where's that from? It's the girl. Amanda Bynes. Do you remember that? Is it? Oh, please put that in there. In the girls' bathroom. Okay, so, Harry, the question that we have is, I have darkening under my eyes, and it constantly looks like I have eye bags. There are a few treatments out there, but I'm not sure which one. Help. Mm. 
This is a good one. It's a good one because it's one that we get asked all the time. It's so, so common to get asked about this. The easiest answer to this is you should definitely have a consultation because mm. there's one thing kind of... You'd be surprised when people describe to you, oh, I've got bags underneath my eyes or darkness underneath my eyes. The way someone describes it versus what you as a practitioner see and what is actually the problem that's going on is um, can often be two different things. Mm. It's just about, I guess, you and the client kind of coming together and having like a common like agreement of what you think needs to be treated. Um, so under eyes in general, some people will talk about the darkness, like the skin is actually darker underneath their eyes. So there's a lot of different like theories that go with why that might happen. One of the theories talks about how the skin underneath your eyes is quite thin. And so as our skin loses collagen and elastin, the skin becomes thinner and then exposes the blood vessels that are underneath your eyes. So you get that kind of like bluish sort of hue that, and that's the blood vessels. So that's one theory of why that happens. Um, and so one treatment that's kind of, it's kind of newer on the scene actually, um, and that we've started doing here at Simply Clinics is Lumi Eyes. Um, and so that's a polynucleotide treatment, which I'm sure we'll probably talk about that in full, like in, a, in another episode. But in short, what it does is it increases the collagen and elastin in your skin, specifically for the under eye area, and then just kind of rejuvenates that area and makes the kind of bluish look kind of go away. So we've had some really nice results from that. But then conversely, there is also the issue around when people talk about bags underneath their eyes. So it's like looking at the tear troughs. So some people will actually have that sort of line that you can see underneath their eyes, that kind of hollowing that comes. Um, and so what we can do is we can use dermal filler to kind of fill along that line and just kind of, yeah, just like correct the hollowing that you can see there. And I think a common misconception is that that's actually going to change the colouring of the skin underneath your eye, and it definitely doesn't. But what we do see is that because the under eye looks less hollow, it looks less dark, and therefore gives the appearance that actually the under eye is, is not as dark as it was before. So those are your kind of, like broadly, your two main options, like a polynucleotide treatment and um, a filler treatment for tear trough. Nice. Love it. Could you Easy have both? Yes, because they're both doing two different things and because they're both um, working in different ways and, and also both kind of in different <clears throat> kind of depths and planes within the skin. So the Lumi eyes, for example, is staying very, very superficial. The tear trough filler might not necessarily be as superficial. It can be a little bit deeper to kind of help with the hollowing. So actually, yes, you can, you can have both. Um, and actually, I guess for some people, darkness and hollowing will be their issue. Mm. It won't necessarily just be one thing. So you can address both of those and that gives a really nice result then. Love it. I need my, I need Lumi eyes immediately. I just had mine. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ellie's had Lumi eyes. Yeah, how, how long, so how long did yours go, stay swollen for after? No, this time around, not really. Really, that's so good. No. So I would normally say, but you tell me if you think like it's yeah. not right, I would normally say about an hour to two hours, maybe yeah. something like that, would you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And in a way, like I wouldn't even necessarily, like it is swelling, but it's not like proper swelling swelling, it's kind of, it's just where the kind of liquid of that product is there and it just takes a bit of time for it to soak into the skin. Like a settle. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But I think there's something nice about the idea that your skin's kind of just like soaking up all mm. of that good like product and going to do stuff with it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, one to two hours maybe. It's not bad at all. Thanks, guys. We will be back next week with another episode. Yeah, five-star reviews only, please. Five-star reviews <laughs> on each. Like and share and subscribe. So I stayed at an Airbnb recently, and the lady at the end sent me a message to say that I had to leave a five-star review <gasps> for her. 
I was. So shocked. That, or you will not get your deposit back. Yeah, and so then she said, if you've got any negative comments, you must like only send them to me directly <gasps> and then wow. leave a five, and then only the good stuff in the review and make it a five-star review. No. I was so intimidated by that and then I just didn't leave a review at all. I just backed out because I was like, yeah, I can't. Nice. do that. That's it was yeah. actually a really nice day to be fair to her. Was it? Yeah. But you know, like I actually would have left her a five star review. Yeah, and she sent me that and I thought sure. no. Why did she pressure you into that? And now right. Airbnb keep messaging me saying like, oh don't forget to leave her a review and it's like, yeah. It's a oh, lot. Yeah. Really for her. yeah. Having said that, five star reviews. Yeah, only yeah, <laughs> Also if you subscribe, that's how other people find us and we now we we are on Apple Podcasts. Which just seems so strange when you see our little cover first. I love it. I think it's really professional. I think you've done a really good job. Thank you. Okay, thanks guys. Come back next week to listen and share with your friends. I may or may not come back next week. <laughs> <laughs>